0: All right, Breaker Breaker One-Niner, get your ears on for the GMB show. Over the next 20 minutes, plus or minus, we're going to be talking about uh, how you can get strong and agile and get your body ready for the things that you actually enjoy without having to do too much stuff that sucks. Uh, my name is Andy. Here with me is uh, Ryan Hurst, our uh, head coach, program director, and the illustrious and elusive Jarlo Ilano, MPTOCS, it's probably some other acronyms to his name as well, Uh who uh, basically is the smart one. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, today we're going to be talking about um, basics, right? And we talk about basics a lot. Everyone talks about basics a lot. Uh, Basically, anyone worth a damn is going to tell you that basics are important. And they say this all the time, oh, basics are important. You got to stick to the fundamentals. Well, what the hell are the basics? So that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, what are the basics? What is basic? What does that mean? Uh, maybe we'll get into a little bit about why it's important and how it uh, how it affects later th- later things. But uh, mostly just drilling down into what are basics instead of just saying they're important without saying what they are. Because just saying something is important if you don't know what that thing is doesn't really help, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It. All right well, so Jarlo, what do you think what is what are some of the basics uh what does that- what does it mean mostly okay, so if we're talking about any
1: specific thing uh fitness, you know becoming a doctor, becoming a dentist whatever there's fundamental there's a fundamental uh thesis underlying everything within that profession right mm. so say Let's just go with the doctor thing. If you're a doctor in Western medicine, you have to know anatomy, physiology, all of these things, a little bit of basic science before you can go on and uh, specialize into whether you're going to be a heart surgeon, you know, be orthopedic surgeon, ER doctor, whatever. So the basics for them are the four years of medical school, right, where you become a generalist. And so, basic science, basic fundamentals of care—you uh, know—all of those types of things. Those are the basics, right? When you go into the, something that, like that, we're doing, which is actually <laughs> a bit easier than four years of medical school, right? Uh, we we can say fitness, right? But then, in our particular brand of of fitness that we're uh, teaching people, it's body weight skill you know learning to move our body with strength and motor control then the basics on that seem to be an appropriate amount of strength appropriate amount of flexibility and appropriate amount of motor control mm-hmm. right and so everything that we want to do adding on to that has to come from that base you know and base basic you know implies a base that you can grow from so it can be specific to anything. If we go ahead and say, uh, like the other few weeks ago, we did the push-up, you know, the, the definitive guide to push-ups, because everybody um, kind of glosses over it. Like a push-up is just a push-up, then you can go on and you can move Everyone down. does push-ups. Everyone knows how to do push-ups. Everyone knows push-up. how to do that. Lie down on the ground and push-up. But again, there's some really detailed things to make sure that you start off correctly. Your, your elbows are in, uh, your hand position uh, all of that stuff. Like if for out, anybody out there hasn't checked it out, go on to our blog.
0: And we should mention briefly that the reason for this is because what's the point of doing a push-up? The point of doing a push-up is to get stronger so you can do other things that maybe aren't push-ups. Mm-hmm. There's no point in just doing push-ups so you can do more push-ups, right? Mm-hmm. So why do we say that there's certain things that make a push-up better? It's because they allow you to get to the goal, the the outcome of push-ups uh, more efficiently and more effectively, right? They they increase that strength. Yeah, safely, right?
1: And it doesn't mean, and I ta- uh, the last time we talked, we talked a little bit about this before, that you have to hit some sort of arbitrary number that mm-hmm. someone put out of their ass of how many push-ups you need to do before you can go on to do something else, right? 17. Yeah, I think it's 42.
2: 42? Is that it?
0: Oh, sorry, 42. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's just because that's how old I am, right?
1: (laughs) But if you think about the basics and and the the root of it, it's base. So how much can you do or what do you need to do to form your base as a platform to go and spring off to something else? Mm -hmm. Uh, And for that, you need to have a certain awareness of what you're looking for. And so you need a coach. You need to do a little bit of reading. You need to experience it. There's a lot of what we're doing that we've done through trial and error over years. So we're saving you some time if you, uh, if you you heed our advice. I mean, everybody asks for tips. Well, there you go. We've done, we've done the trial and error stuff. Uh, We've seen all we've seen a lot of different things over the years. We see how people are doing it. There's lots of great things with what other people are doing, but this has been really effective for us. And so our basics, um, Basics is a qualifier. It depends on what you want to do. So, like with Ryan, what with, uh, he's doing in his gym, is he's identified, I think, at least what five things as your basics, mm-hmm. and then you guys drill them right. From, right. Be- right. from the beginning, right. Yeah. right?
2: Exactly. And I'm lucky because. With kids too, it's great because it's not like an adult where I can say do this exactly or do exactly this way or something like that and they get it. So with kids, it, it's even more difficult because you have to explain it in a way that they get it and they can do it right away. So like you said before, we, we're doing the trial and error. We're figuring out what works and figuring out really the simplest way for everyone out there to get it. So this is my laboratory of sorts uh, so that I can do what we want to do there mm-hmm. in GMB.
1: I think right. another yeah. thing about the basics and, and the fundamentals is you don't ever get away from them.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. right.
1: You don't ever get away from You might not need to spend like half an hour on them. Uh, you could. Uh, it's be great to be able to do it, but you want to at least revisit it every time you practice. It was uh, I was over in Vegas with my teacher for a martial arts camp. Uh, it's been a month ago now, and one of the things he's, uh, he he figured out was over the years, you know, once you have a group of students, you kind of take them to your curriculum, and and then eventually you go and you know, you go through the whole thing, and you go through step one, step two, then you get to the point where you guys, you know, they figure it out, you're ready, and you, everybody wants to kind of do some cool new stuff every time, right? But if you do that and you forget. Those other ones that in the past you you mean may, you knew them and you know them, but you got to still practice them. Sure. So in yeah. the classes, uh, he always has a warm up, and so for the warm up, you do the basic techniques. Yeah. And then that's it. Maybe you only have to spend five minutes on it. You don't have to spend the whole hour on it.
2: Yeah. But you and, spend that's, the, yeah. Right? and that's yeah. That's exactly the same it's thing. It's really
0: easy did. in a seminar environment to like take a bunch of people and show them a bunch of flashy shit and be like, "Oh, holy shit, this is amazing!" Right? Like. Yeah, that's so so easy, but you know, if you don't if you if you have people that are well versed in the same basics, then that can be a learning experience. Mm-hmm. If you have people that are not well versed in the same basics, people that, you know, don't have that same level where they're speaking the same language kind of, you know, then they might each get totally different things out of the seminar or nothing, you know? So it's really that's it's really important that those be defined <laughs> I kind of want to veer back to something you said for, like, uh, so in fitness, for the branch that we're in of fitness, the basics are, you know, strength, uh, mobility, and motor control, right? That's to be able to, to be able to use your body as desired, right? But if you're in weight loss or something, the basics are going to be, uh, you know, nutrition, uh, caloric expenditure, and,
2: um Right? Yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, that's basically yeah. it,
0: right? I mean, there's other things that factor in, but that's basically what it would be. So even in like fitness, there's still different basics depending on what your your outcome mm-hmm. is. Yeah. And so that's really important to know. Uh, you have to. The basics are not uh, a fundamentally agreed upon thing. They depend on on what you're doing, really.
2: What your goal is, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's something that. uh
1: it's something that's not really made up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, before we talked about there are no universal uh, patterns of movement, mm-hmm. but there are concepts that hold true across the board. Yeah. yeah. What, right? If you need to go and you need to be able to, to get in a certain position and you can't get into it, then you need to be flexible and you got to stretch <laughs> out to be able to get to it, right? I mean, that, you can't argue that. How can yeah. you argue that uh, if I can't find that, that nice position to get the right form, Mm-hmm. Well, you're never going to be able to stretch out to get that, right?
0: Yeah. you're Yeah, I think to make it arbitrary would be everyone must be able to perform a handstand for 30 seconds. Yes. That would yeah. be an arbitrary basic, right? That's now, arbitrary. there's a lot of great reasons that training to do a handstand for 30 seconds would be beautiful
2: mm-hmm. for
0: most people. But it's an arbitrary thing to say that this is a basic standard that everyone needs and
1: that's the thing that's that's not a basic because mm. there are things that you do to be able to get to that point right. yeah, those are the basics right. yeah
0: and yes. I think, uh, the basics really- are going to be consistent across different skills uh and it, but a a particular skill itself can be the basis of another skill, but oh, it right. can't be a true real like defining underlying basic of your Absolutely. approach. Absolutely. And that's why I am just really hate the concepts of
1: some arbitrary standard. Mm. You know, lots of people want to be able to do that because it's nice. Yeah. People want to be able to go and like, oh, yeah, tick that off. Mm-hmm. And it, it's comforting, right? It's yeah. comforting to be able to tick off these things. Yeah. You, know, you, you get the,
0: your handstand merit badge and move on to the next thing. That's, that's right. right.
1: That's, You're done. That's essentially what it is, right? You were a Boy Scout. Ryan, yep. you're a Boy Scout, you yep. and that's it. You get the merit badge on your on your whatever, dude. On and your, after civics, shifts. you after don't stages. you
0: don't think about that stuff
2: that's ever again. Right. Right. You done. Bad. You're good. that. I did it. I'm done. <laughs> right. Let's go camping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, and those are basically just uh, things to make people feel better.
0: Right. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with it. No. no. But
1: it doesn't mean that you have to follow that path, and you have to be able to to do it. If you don't do it that way, then you know, he might as well quit. That's just terrible. It's terrible thinking. It's bad thinking. Isn't it? yeah. So let's go a little bit more into specifics for people. Like Ryan, um, let's say, you know, a lot of people are talking about like planches and front levers and, you know, all of these things. Um, you could go through really quickly what you think your base your basics for one of those skills are, or whatever you want to talk about.
2: Well, just talk about the plants real quick. And I think the basics is wrist strength, period. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people talk about straight arm strength. And yes, that's very, very important. But even before that is wrist strength and finger strength, in my opinion. And... Mm-hmm. um to give just to give example, I've seen a lot of people who have the straight arm strength to be able to do things. They've got the muscles, they've got maybe the core, but the wrists are so are stre- so weak that they're not able to to really start working on being able to hold things. And uh, the funny thing is, is wrist strength should be one of the things that they should already have had through working with push ups, through working with anything else. But people <laughs> neglect it. Mm-hmm. And Therefore, they're actually holding themselves back. Sure, they might be able to do push-ups and things like that but maybe they do it in a way turning the wrist out. uh, They have a particular habit of Mm -hmm. doing something that hasn't led to strength. And so, therefore, they've kind of glossed over or just skipped through the basics mm-hmm. in order to go and get that shiny new skill so yeah, they can that's tell the their friends with that they with can thinking do that it.
0: The goal of doing push-ups is to be able to do 20 push-ups or be able to do more push-ups or whatever. But the goal of push-ups is to prepare your body for the things that you want to do stuff. later on.
2: Right exactly. right,
0: exactly. And if the planche is one of your goals, you need to be making sure that you've got the shoulder alignment, that you've got the core tightness, that you've got the hand position correct, mm-hmm. that you're going to be building that strength and mobility for the things that you want to be able to do later.
2: Yeah. And, I mean, wrists. I'm, yeah, I mean, it's, everybody's like, yeah, that's obvious. Well, why don't people spend enough time on it then? Why
0: are there so many people? Why is wrist strength one of like the five most common requests we get people asking for yeah. help with? Yeah, yeah. wrist yeah. strength and flexibility? Yeah. Well, if, the thing, if people already had it, they wouldn't be asking.
2: Yeah. Well, it goes back to what you were mentioning with, uh, with your teacher in his classes, Jarlo? It's we do the exact same in every single class we have over here. <laughs> the warm-up is the same, mm-hmm. It's the same because it hits everything that we need to do for whatever we're going to be doing. And then after that warm-up, which includes wrists, which includes shoulders, which includes hips, after that, they focus on three movements. They focus on the bear, monkey, frogger. And the thing is, is the kids are always like, oh, again, we got to do the bear, monkey, frogger. But the cool thing is, because they're doing that, they're able to do the other cool shit. Which mm-hmm. they don't really get, but the parents get. Yeah. And so, you know, when the kids get older and hopefully, you know, they stick with it, they'll realize, yeah, because I did this, I'm able to do whatever. And it goes back to the wrist strength for the planch or whatever hand balancing type thing you want to do. It doesn't matter if it's the planch, the single arm lever, the double arm lever, the handstand, anything where you're on top of your hands, bear crawl, bear walk, whatever you want to call it, the mm-hmm. monkey the frogger, that's you know, you've gotta have that wrist strength. So spending more time strengthening your wrists is actually gonna help for so many different things and you're gonna see immediate, immediate improvement by just doing that. So the basics. That's that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the basics.
0: Let's make it even more specific and Ryan if you wouldn't mind. So we've got you know strength, mobility, and body control. Let's uh, talk about each one of those three points with a very specific example. And we do handstands all the time, so let's yeah, not let's do handstands. We've done like, handstands to death. Let's do maybe like just the bear crawl.
2: The bear crawl, okay.
0: It's a very simple, it's a, it's a locomotive pattern that is in literally every system of movement yes. on the planet. Yeah. We, invented I mean, we invented it. Invented They're it. all copying us. TM,
2: copyright, we invented it. But uh,
0: anybody yeah. who's ripping off our bear crawl, this is how you would apply the basics to that, just yeah. for your reference. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so let's, let's look at the very, very basic. So you said bear crawl, okay, but we need to even step further back. Take a step back and look at can we get our knees and our hands on the floor first hmm. and sit with our shoulders over our hands and our hips over our knees comfortably. That is what we're looking at. That's the very basic thing. And a lot of people who might be listening to this thinking, oh, yeah, I can already do that. But were you able to do that when you got back into fitness? And that's mm-hmm. that's what we're talking about is looking at – thinking about a person who might just be coming off of the couch or coming back from an injury or something like that and, mm-hmm. and seeing can that person get on the ground with their knees and their hands on the ground in that position comfortably without pain. That's the first thing. That's the basics. Mm-hmm. So yeah. from there, pushing mm-hmm. their rear end up into the air and creating what I call the A-frame. So this position where – your hands and your feet are equal distance because you started with your shoulders over your hands and your knees over and your, sh- and your hips over your knees, pushing your butt up into the air. Can you get into this position without discomfort with good flexibility and have the strength to be able to hold that position? So mm-hmm. for example, what are your shoulders doing in that position? You might not have the flexibility to do it so that when you're actually performing it, your shoulders come forward. Because you're not able to open up your arms. Maybe you don't have the flexibility in the back of your legs, so you can't straighten your legs. Maybe you can't get your heels down to the ground because you don't have the flexibility in your ankles. You know what? That's perfectly fine. All you do is this is an assessment. We're just trying to figure out exactly where you are with this basic, basic position so you can start working on making that better. Mm -hmm. And so before you even start walking, before you focus on the strength component before you focus on the motor control component, you're looking at the flexibility, the mobility issues that you have going on in the restrictions and trying to work on making those better so that you can start putting that into motion. So that's the basic for the bear walk or the bear crawl. And, and This is what gets me to be honest is that people like anything they see, oh yeah, I want to be able to do this movement. Mm -hmm. But a movement has to start with something static to see if you're even ready to begin working on the next – or the very first progression of it. And Mm -hmm. that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the basics. So going back, you're looking at that A-frame, the flexibility component of it. If you can do that and you can do it – and I like to say comfortably, And this is tough because what is comfort? Okay, It just basically means that there's no pain and you're able to do something that even though it might be – tough. You might break a sweat doing it. It just means that you're not going to screw your shit up when you're doing it. That's comfort, okay? Not getting injured. So we start putting it into motion. And when you're putting it into motion, now we're starting to work on the basic strength component. But the cool thing in the motor control, because you have to coordinate that movement, right? Mm. But a cool thing is, is we're also focusing on flexibility. Because as you're going in motion, It's forcing you into these positions and so basically your body has to adapt to that. By going too fast into this, by trying to do more advanced movements, Mm. then for one, you're skipping past the basics. You might be working to the point where it's too much, uh, overstretching yourself possibly. Maybe you don't have the strength. You end up falling or something like that and therefore you injure yourself. But if you go back again to the very first thing that I just talked about, that A-frame position after you're able to get your knees and your hands on the ground and look at your flexibility. And The cool thing is is day by day it can change. So today you might be able to get your heels on the ground because maybe you were doing something else and you're warmed up. I have no idea. But then the next day you might be tight. And So by going back to the basics every single day and looking at where you are that day, you can then adjust uh, your workout for the rest of the day if with the bear crawl. So lots of stuff going on here, tons of stuff and this is the kind of stuff that we talk about all the time in GMB, right? We're always looking at this is where you start and this is the reason and the mm-hmm. basics are XXX. Yeah. So and going even further and I just want to say one last thing. Yeah. So. Once you get all of that down, once you're able to walk and do the bear crawl or the bear walk, then you can start exploring and trying new things. Bent arm bear walk. You maybe bend your legs and bend your arms, making sure to keep your elbows in. See what happens with your hands. You're going to find new things because generally when people, as soon as they bend their elbows, they're either going to flare their arms or when they bring their elbows in, the hand is going to shift up off of the ground because they don't have the flexibility yet in their wrists and their fingers to be able to have their hand flat on the ground. Maybe their fingers come up because they don't have the shoulder mobility just yet to be able to get in that position. So then that's – going to actually allow you to go back to the basics one more time, look on where you need to focus on uh, range of mobility and get even better so that you can start doing other cool shit.
0: Yeah, so somebody might be listening to that and be like, okay, Ryan, great. Maybe I can't do your perfect bear crawl, (laughs) but I can get around and I can crawl on my hands and feet. I can do that all day. I can crawl. And so – but that gets us back to the same thing with push-ups, right? Like what is the purpose of doing the bear crawl? Is right. it to show that you can crawl on your hands and feet?
2: Yeah, that's, no, it. Not you at know, all. that's it. No, not at all. You good. can Thank do you a bear
0: yourself, crawl yeah. with poor basics. You can do right. a bear crawl, something that looks like a bear crawl with poor motor control, with poor flexibility or with poor strength, right? You can do something similar mm-hmm. but you're not developing yourself through that that's and right. you're not taking okay. it to the next level yeah. and teaching yourself anything. Right. You're just yeah. kind of digging around on the floor.
2: So what do we want to do with – what can the bear help us to achieve? Okay, so if we don't face a co- focus on those basics, if we just try and do that and we – You'll
0: never get in touch with your animal nature.
2: Exactly because it's primal. It's all about being <laughs> primal.
0: Your spirit animal. Your spirit
2: animal you. will not blossom. I'm your a spirit peacock. animal is Mr. T. <laughs> Mr. T. <laughs> but, but really, I mean looking at – going back, what can you do with the bear? It's just a freaking bear walk, right? No. To me, what I see is I see single-arm – holds i see bent arm stand because we're focusing on uh, you know having our arms bent when we're walking better flexibility so that we can get into other movements you yeah. know there's so many things that stem from the single bear walk but if you're just walking around in your hands and you don't understand that don't have flexibility well good luck trying to do any of the other cool shit later
1: yeah so. and that's that's a part of everything like once you have your fundamental movements that you've identified for whatever you're doing. For us, we we have them, and that's yes. what's in our system. But once you've found that in whatever you're doing, you're mm-hmm. going to be able to be mindful about that with every time you practice. So yeah. that's that part of that critical thinking. Are you just going to go ahead and walk around on your hands and knees? Yeah. Or are you going to be able to get benefit from that 15 minutes that you're doing it? Because mm-hmm. you can go around. You might as well be on a treadmill watching sure. TV, sure.
2: right, that's, if yeah. that's the
1: way you're going to exactly. do it. Um, like... I'm working a little bit more on my uh, conditioning because there's a camp I want to go to in in a month and a half. Boy Scout camp, just, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you know, there's a martial arts camp I want to go to at the end of July, and I could go and I could run for like 20 minutes and go, you know, do sprints and do intervals and all that, and that would that would be good. Mm-hmm. But what I decided to do is I, I decided to work on these locomotives with good form. Might as well. It still takes me the same amount of time, but I'm going to be be able to do and, f- and focus on a little bit different thing. And I put my heart rate monitor on and it's the same. <laughs> I put that same amount of uh, you know conditioning work on there, that cardiovascular work, mm-hmm. but I'm actually able to work on some different things at the same time. Mm-hmm. So ju- that's just another example. You can do these things for a certain goal and they're your basics so that those fundamentals Can transfer on into other areas. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And that's so that's such a good point. I mean, just like you said, running on the treadmill. That's gonna get you pretty good at running on the treadmill. Might help for when you wanna go run outside, but working the skills that the bear crawl that we're just talking about, it's not just about getting better at the bear crawl. That's not it. It's not about just getting better at doing more push ups. No. We're trying to look at what comes next, what are we working towards? What are we able to accomplish by focusing on this for later?
1: And, that, and that's the thing, too. You don't really uh, say with your kids that you're doing your class, they don't need to know that. They don't. They need to know how to do the bear correctly, the monkey correctly. Mm-hmm. And it, it automatically prepares them for the stuff going on. Right. 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 And, and they so, don't. So, I and mean,
2: like you said, they don't know. I'm not they saying. Don't. Yeah. So,
1: so this, like in hindsight, is intuitive. Like, oh, yeah. Like once you're able to do um, like these bent arm levers and the bent arm stand, you're like, oh, yeah. That, you know, and I—I I know you—you you got that from uh, in the last seminars you were at when you were over in Australia. You're already working with people that could do lots of really good things. They were already strong enough, and so you would think that going through this these patterns, they'd be like, "Oh, that's too easy." But then they had that light. You know yep. why? They were
2: they're smart, critical thinking people. Exactly. they were like, "Oh yeah, right." And they had that bam. We're like, yep. why didn't I think of that? And so, and good point too, because. What happened, we had some great movers in there and I I started out and I said, okay, we're going to do this and we started doing it and they started going, wow, I'm not as flexible as I really thought in this. I'm not as strong as I really thought and then later – as we progressed and I said, OK, the reason we're doing this is because we're working towards the bin arm stand. and Like you said, they all went, holy shit, yeah, that makes sense. But if I were to tell them that in the very beginning, they would be so focused on trying to do the bin arm stand before focusing on the basics that they would miss the whole goal of what we we're doing. But yeah, yeah. so. Cool. Hey, we talked about a lot of stuff today. Andy, anything you'd like to add to this? No, basically
0: just that you know, know what your basics are for what you're trying to do. You know, basics, you know, there's basics like this is a basic movement, but the real basics are always the underlying themes that tie together the movements you do and the way you do them in order to achieve what your goals are, right? That's the, the true yes. basic of anything that you're trying to do. So know what that is. Um, you know, you don't have to dwell on it while you're practicing, but that's the reason why doing something with a particular form is important. Right. So yeah, knowing them is good. Uh Or just trust your coach and do it the way that he or she tells you to do it, you know? But yeah, basics are important and I think we've discussed a good bit about why and how that works. Uh, So yeah, do your shit right.
2: Do your shit right. That's right.
0: That's good for you. Brush your teeth.
2: All right. Thanks for listening. Brush your teeth. You can tell we're dads, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll catch y'all next time. Later. For more great info, join our posse at goldmiddlebodies.com and be sure to check us out on iTunes and YouTube.